And now, broadcasting from a two-person hot tub, high atop the Butterfield Park water tower, it's the E-Town Lowdown, created by Robbie and Rick. And now, your handsome hosts, PK and Rick. Welcome to another special edition of the E-Town Lowdown COVID-19 pandemic. Today is Saturday, April 4th, 2020. Welcome to the Lowdown's weekend edition of the COVID-19 series. I'm Rick and I have my good buddy Scotty Malort with me. How are you, Scotty? Good, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. So you have a special guest. I'll let you uh, introduce her and uh, conduct the interview. So uh, we're, this this will be a good one. Thank you, Rick. I'm happy to have Elmhurst resident Kristen Smaga to the Lowdown today. Say hello, Kristen. Hello. How is everyone doing today? There you go. Uh, you are a lifelong resident of Elmhurst, correct? Correct. I went to Jackson Elementary School, then Bryan Middle School, finishing up my academic high school, you know, Elmhurst area career at York High School. Proud Duke alumni. There you go. You're, distingu- you're, you're distinguished academic career at York High School, correct? Yes. Oh, sure. Whatever that means. (laughs) Okay, so help us out here. You leave Elmhurst, Mm -hmm. finish York, and you go to school where? At DePaul University in Chicago. Okay, and Um, you're studying what? Chinese education. So I want to be able to teach um, Chinese uh, to, like, people in America, have them learn more about the culture, the language. Just how um, my teacher ever, Joe Walsh from York High School, um, kind of got me into it. Nice. And so um, just kind of that's what my dream was. And DePaul was one of the colleges that really offered that major because it's very rare, especially in the Midwest. Right. Um, I found a lot out west, but not anywhere besides Wisconsin-Madison, and I did not have that money. Um. But so, and also one thing that was really cool was that at DePaul, we were able to have Chinese language partners. So we were able to have people that we would meet once a week and be able to learn more about what their life was in China and how they're able to, um, you know, live in America now and help them with English and help me with Chinese. And kind of, I think in the long run, it, it really helped me to prepare myself for when I went over to China. Nice. So you graduated from DePaul in 2019, correct? Yes. Sorry, I have to like okay. remember the year. Yeah, right. That was last year. Seems like a long that time was ago, last right? Year. Oh my God. Right. So 2019, you finished your course of study at DePaul. Uh, I'm guessing you had exams of some kind or proficiency tests or things like that to take on when you were done. Is that fair to say? Yes. Um, so before I could even do student teaching, um, I had to take an oral proficiency test, which was over the fall. But then wow. also some random person was, like, watching me on the computer. Um, so that was about 30 minutes. And it was just trying to see if I had the proficiency in order to speak the language, to teach it. And then also had a test, which wow. was really frustrating because I had to not only write all these characters, but I had to scan it into my computer. <laughs> and I'm watching all these other language test takers like spanish french they're just typing away i'm like what is this <laughs> they're 
they don't have to worry about their scanner freezing their computer five times during the test. Wow. Um, sorry. You got your you got you got your way you got your way through all that though, right? Oh yes. Oh yes. I okay. um finished those and then I did um student teaching at uh, in Naperville at um oh my god, where was I? Something Valley. It doesn't Maybe. matter. It's Naperville. It no doesn't matter. Yeah, right. no one cares about Naperville. Right. That's so far away from here. It's so far. So, York wouldn't take me. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they had too many student teachers already. So at this point, you're proficient in, is it Mandarin? Yes. Okay. Proud of so you for knowing that. Yeah, well, it was one or the other, so that was my first guess. Yeah. <laughs> so you're proficient in Mandarin. You're, you're certified and you got all your paperwork. And then what happens to you from there? Um, so then I decided, hey, I want to become, like, for me, I might be proficient on paper, but, you know, I wanted to feel more comfortable, feel more fluent in the language. Um, so then I was like, hey, I'm going to go to China and teach English. And so I went to a little town that is right outside of Nanjing, which is anyone probably doesn't know it. It is, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is west of Shanghai. Okay. Um, so to give everybody a little sense of perspective, Shanghai sits on the ocean side or the South China Sea on the coast. Yes. Um, for perspective, Wuhan is about 500 miles inland or west of Shanghai, yes. which would be about the same as going from Chicago to Omaha, Nebraska. Gives everybody a little perspective. That's about how far those two points are. So, how far from Shanghai is the village you're in? Within... Um, in probably Indianapolis to okay. Chicago. So, 100 miles or so, roughly. Okay, so that's the that's the biggest city you're you're near. And so, again, for a little bit of perspective. Well, Nanjing for... is a big city. It's just not one that's well known as much. Right. Well, that's where I was going. Um, just to give everybody a little perspective uh, on population, Shanghai is a population of about 25 million. Uh, New York City has approximately 9 million. Wuhan has about 11 million. So, you know, your definition of big depends on what you're comparing things to. Right, right. So, Shanghai huge, where you're at, you know, probably the size of what? Like Naperville? Bigger than that? Yeah, probably a little bit bigger than that. Okay, so like, kind of like Indianapolis almost? Like, not as big as Chicago, yeah. but big enough to be a city? Yeah. Okay, and when did you get over there? Like what, um, what time see. on the calendar was September that? September 18th, 2019. There you go. Okay. So now you're in China mm -hmm. teaching Chinese teaching English. students English, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there you are in China. Everything's humming along just fine. And then and what happens? So as I was preparing to um, go on a trip for Chinese New Year to my friend's house because she thankfully invited me over. Um, I hear on the news that there's an outbreak and that a lot of people are stopping their travels to different places and travels to home. Um, and I was like, well, this is kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime thing for me, so I'm just going to be really, uh, really cautious and bring masks and everything since the time it wasn't too bad of an outbreak. It was still just mainly in the Wuhan area. And like, well, not that close there. Where I'm going is close because it's like south of Shanghai. 
um, instead of west. Um, and so then I get there and we're pretty much stuck inside the whole time that I um, was at my friend's house because of the coronavirus and everything that it like how fast it was spreading. Um, I would be getting on the getting ready to go on like that train to get there, and already people were waiting to check their temperature. Um, just before you even got on the train, if you had a temperature, then you'd be sent to the hospital to get checked already. Um, so I felt like they were very, very well organized and trying to do their best to stop spread. Um, even though it that, that even though it is hard as we all know now that because even if you don't show symptoms you can still spread it but sure. they were trying to do what they could with the circumstances that they had so from what you saw the chinese government's response to the outbreak was actually positive yes from when i heard about it to everything like that i thought that the government you know at least to the best of their abilities like they were trying to test people even like people who were driving their car they would pull them over and test them Wow. And so, yeah, like, if you have the heater on, it had to be tested a second time um, in case, because they um, did a forehead scan. So mm-hmm. the heater actually kind of sometimes manipulates that. Right. Wow. Um, yeah, that was a scary situation for me because that actually happened. <laughs> um, wow. And I was like, oh, my God, did I control it? Did I get it or something? <laughs> <laughs> so you're um, in China for a good how long of of this crisis time? Uh, probably like a, a week and a half to two weeks okay. given um did, did it get markedly worse or people was the panic getting higher as it went along yes um yeah. and especially because so i was living with the mom is an eastern doctor so okay. more traditional chinese doctor and so at first she was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. If we just stay inside, everything will be fine. Right. And then even just seeing her become a little more like, if you want to go to home, because your parents are telling you to go home, it might be safe. Right. So, you in a so as, as, all that, of, as, yeah, as all that's going on in China, what are your parents telling you from here in the States? <laughs> Literally the moment it started, they were like, please come home. Um, and it went to like several levels of guilt trips from my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, she's the guilt trip queen. Um, I hope I can be as wonderful as she is one day. Um, but so, um, and then she would also tell, like, I don't know if she told them, but she would like inform like relatives about all this, but I'd be getting Facebook messages. Be like, are you okay? Yep. She'd be coming home, and I'm like, oh, no. Um, and so, that, and like, as people are telling me more information, I'm starting to get a little bit more freaked out because I, I'm not really one to try to look towards the news. I get, I, I, if someone tells me things, I'm like, okay, fine. But right. whenever I see the news, I get more scared, you know? Right. Kind of like, especially because sometimes things are so inflamed. You just really don't know what's true or not. Correct. Um, and so, but then my mom got to this guilt trip level where she was like, hey, we understand that we really can't force you to come home. 
this is all your, this is your decision. We understand. Just let, just know that we love you. And I'm like, oh my God, I've done everything wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how it felt. Um, and also at that time is when people were starting, even in the household that I was in, were even saying it might be safer for you to go home. Right. So from my work, we're saying, okay, it might be easier for you to go home. To go home. I talked with my mom. She's like, I really don't want to leave, but you know, if you feel more comfortable, I understand. Um, so. So ultimately, you made the decision to get on a plane and get back to the states. How how much time was there before air travel internationally got shut down? You did you just barely make it back over here? Or I was the either the last or the second to last full flight uh, plane to Chicago. Wow! Um, so you flew from Shanghai to O'Hare. Yeah. Okay. So what was it like getting? to the Shanghai airport and on that plane? Um, so it was really weird because it was the first time that I had ever been in a car or train where there was, like, no one. On wow. The streets, no, there was, like, maybe four people in the car on the train that I was in, and it's just something that never happens in China. <laughs> so feel, like, feel they were kind definitely... Of, kind of surreal? Taking it serious. Yeah, very surreal. Yeah, I can um, imagine. And like every, I mean, in China, people already wear masks a lot, anyways, especially in the winter, because other people have like coughs and they just want to make sure that they don't get it. Right. Um. So, but this is like every single person was wearing a mask. You couldn't even go into a grocery store without having a mask on. Like, um, like they wouldn't let you in there. So, like, it was just so different to see, like, um the precautions that they're going through. And then on my way to Shanghai, I'm like trying to be careful as well and make sure I switch my mask every four hours, um, as well as wear gloves that my friend's mom gave me. And this whole time I'm like feeling in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, is this even really the right decision? Because I know that like, well, even if I might not have it, I could be taking it back with me. But also, if I somehow get it in China, it might not be as good, like, hospital-wise. I don't have insurance sure. there. Um, just that kind of thing. And I knew that the moment I got home, I would self-quarantine myself. I wouldn't even see my parents without wearing a mask and gloves on. Um, so it was just, we tried to do a lot of things to help prevent that. And I also felt really guilty being, like, trying, that I'm running away from it, you know? Leaving sure. my friends behind. Um, Got to be nerve-wracking. Yeah. It, so this whole time, I'm like on the train, on the plane. And the plane was also very interesting because I've never been on a plane where full-time people are wearing masks. Even like the flight attendants are wearing oh, masks. Wow. Um, and like a lot of people were like, try I even be eating the food? But it's like a 12 to 14-hour plane ride. So right. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you fly directly into O'Hare. Yeah. And what, what was the O'Hare experience like compared to the Shanghai airport experience? Um, not going to lie. I was very, um, how do you say it? What is the word? Um, kind of, I was really disappointed. There we go. Disappointed with O'Hare because okay. going onto the plane in Shanghai, you would get, 
like you would get your head forehead scan. You would also then go past a full temperature body reader. Um, and like you would have to like fill out forms to be like, okay, I have not been coughing anything, whatever. Well, whereas where I got to hair, there was nothing. Um, I know. Okay, so you were you were not tested in any way, shape, or form when you hit the ground. Not any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Like there was, I did not see anything that was like a scanner. We were not pulled aside. That we didn't like mix with anyone else. Um, and the thing is, you can definitely know who was coming from our flight because we we're all still wearing masks. We're all wearing masks. We're still trying to, <laughs> sure. we're still trying to protect ourselves and each other. And then we were just like interspersed with all the other people during customs and. Like, literally, even from customs, they're like, okay, um, where were you? Okay, sounds good. You can go through. I'm like, well, okay, then. Um, I was kind of very disappointed. Um, and I heard that, like, a couple of days after is when they started to, like, do that. Then flights from China stopped. So I was like, well, it's kind of a little too late. Anyways. Yeah. Um, and so I was very disappointed. Um, wow. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was expecting to be, like, quarantined at the airport or something. Right. But I was just able to go home, and no one told me to be self-quarantined or anything. That wow. was, like, all my family's decision. So, yeah. So you, you hit the ground, you head back to Elmhurst, and then you self-quarantine yourself. You're holed up for another 14 days then, or is that how that works? Yeah, 14 okay. days. And I then... Um, went to the, like, a, my, my resident doctor in Elmhurst just to do, like, a full checkup again, mm -hmm. um, just to make sure everything was okay, and so, yeah. Wow, so then you get home, you quarantine yourself, 14 days later, you get out, and at this point, now everything is hitting domestically, okay. correct? Yeah. <laughs> so, everything was like, well, you're getting the, you're like, this is a rerun, I've seen this before? Yes, and I'm as I'm doing this, I'm seeing a lot of people not taking the precautions that I saw in China. So very like, different experience on the Chinese side versus the American side. Yes, I felt like everything was like the American side. They just started taking precautions too little, too late. Right. Um, people still like I have friends who they they'd be like kind of singled out. They who are like they're Asian and they would cough, and people would. Like move away from them, or they would put a face mask on because they were on a train, they're pregnant, they don't want to get this themselves, and people would just be like, they, they see the face mask, and they're like, oh, you really have the plague. Right, um, right. So it's, in, it's that interesting that in, in light of that, that uh, the CDC just reversed their stance on masks in America, which I have to think has something to do with what went on in China earlier. With this. Yes, I think so. Yeah, which which I think is good. Maybe too little, too late, but good. Right, but at least it's making an impact somehow. Right. So when this all passes, and and at some point it will pass, what's your uh, longer term plan in terms of what do you do next when this all passes through? Um, I plan to go back to China. Hopefully, um, my position will still be available. Because as of um, two days, schools are um, opening up again in China. Wow. Because a lot of this has passed already. Right. Um, they've got it all under control for the most part. Um, and, like, businesses have already been up and running. But, you know, 
they kind of don't want the students to be intermingling if there's still some effects, but now that right. schools are really up and open, this um, kind of means, okay, they're kind of feeling like they're towards the end of this. So you, th you, you think you'd be comfortable going back and living back in China when this is all over? Oh, yeah. I love yeah. China. <laughs> and That's I feel good. like I'd only be able to live there for a couple more years, so I feel like my Chinese really can get to the level that I'll feel comfortable with teaching in the suburbs. There you go. So my last question for you is, do you have any advice for the citizens of Elmhurst as it relates to dealing with what's going on since you've now been through it twice? Um, definitely, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. I mean, maybe take walks. Just definitely still be careful about when, like, if you're around. Um, maybe even if you go out for a walk, wear a mask. Um, just, I mean, I know masks aren't perfect. You can still get it, but it's at least a barrier for it. Right. Um, and I just really try to adhere to what's going on and don't just be like, oh, it's all a hoax. This right. is more, this is, people are just saying things. So it's not. This is actually serious. Um, and people have been hospitalized for it. Right. Well, Kristen, I want to thank you for being our guest on The Lowdown today. For being our guest, oh, you, yes. you, you will at some point when this lifts receive an E-Town Lowdown coffee mug. Oh, cool. Certifiably uh, good for any beverage you choose to put in it. Uh, especially <laughs> in light of the way things have been lately. But uh, we really appreciate you coming on, sharing your story with us, and it was really great to have you. Oh, it's great to be on, and thank you for inviting me. Kristen, you've been a delightful guest. Really appreciate it. And, uh, oh, thank you. I'm hoping that some of our listeners will uh, will take heed of some of your advice or some of your observations about how seriously they took it in China because you were on the ground, and I assume – you're still in communication via email or some other sort of means with your, oh, your yeah. contacts over there? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We uh, communicate using WeChat um, quite frequently. And it's weird because now they're like, should I be set? They're like, do you have enough face masks? Should we send you face masks? I'm like, wow, this is different. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, as, uh, as Scotty said, we appreciate you being our guest. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you, guys. The E-Town Lowdown brought to you by the wonderful folks at the Elmhurst Armpit Orchestra featuring the biggest bass drum in the world at nine feet in diameter. Yes, you heard that right. Nine feet in diameter. This has been a special presentation of the E-Town Lowdown.